Hey guys, welcome to Drunk Gossip. Uh, today I will be drinking some sake. Um, this first segment kind of took me a little bit by surprise. Um, going into our Sex in the City um, basket, it appears as though Cynthia Nixon, um, also known as Miranda Hobbs, will be running for governor of New York. Um, this is not something that is new. Um, this story has been around for quite a while, actually. Um, and it was a rumor, and then it was... She kind of was like, well, you know, I don't know, maybe I'll do it. Well, now, New York One is hearing that she's getting her team prepared to battle current governor Andrew Cuomo. Um, and it's really interesting, um, without having done much research on this story other than, you know, Cynthia Nixon running, um, I believe that they're both Democrats. So I don't know if they're going to have to go through a primary or what's going to happen. Um, but she is um, reading up and studying um, policy, especially about education where she feels like he, um, Andrew Cuomo is at his weakest. Um, she's hiring members of uh, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio's first campaign team. Um, and just a little bit about this, um, in case you don't know, uh, Mayor de Blasio was kind of a dark horse to win um, way back in 2013. Um, that's when I first moved to the city. Um, no one thought he had a chance to win. And then out of the blue, his campaign team turned things around and he became the front runner. Not only did he become the front runner, like he won the um, Democrat primary hands down. Um, but going into the general election, it was almost like he was unbeatable. Um, so she's putting, she's getting the team that helped him go from Dark Horse to Front Runner. Um, and, you know, I've always said that if, if, if something Nixon ran, she would win. Um, it, and it's not because of her celebrity, but I think she's actually a very brilliant woman. She, um... She doesn't really get involved in the normal Hollywood hijinks, which I think helps her tremendously. Um, you know, there's there's no feud for her. Even though her old co-star is Sarah Michelle Gellar, or Sarah Jessica Parker, excuse me, I don't know where, why I was thinking about Buffy, it's the sake. Um, Sarah Jessica Parker and Control are fighting each other. She's kind of like in the middle um, maybe she's more Team Sarah, maybe she's more Team Kim. We don't really know. She's voice support for both of them. Um, and, and certainly she has, um, shown us that she can hold, handle this. Um, when you're dealing with two feuding divas, it, it's not an easy task. Um, and her wife, uh, I can't think of her wife's name, the Saki's already getting to my brain. Um, Michael K. from D-Listed calls her Rojo Colente, 
which is clearly not her real name. Um, but her wife works for the de Blasio administration now, which I just found out um, with a little bit of research I did for this this uh, segment. Uh, so politics does run in the, well, family, so to speak. Um, but it's not like she's going in completely unprepared. Um, we will be, if she decides to run, you will be hearing a lot of segments coming from, um, her headquarters and, um, from me on the ground campaigning for her because I do believe that she would be a really great leader for the state of New York. And it would be really interesting for me to see her um, clash with 45. I know that sounds horrible, but I really wonder if those two would get along or if they would clash. I will be right back with another segment. Alright, I'm back, guys. Um, We're going to talk about Scary Spices. Scary divorce. Um, and when I say scary, I mean like this is really, really, really scary. Um, this actually could be a companion novel to um the podcast and to the blog when it when it launches. Um, because it's just been so crazy. Um, Melby, who is a scary place, obviously. And Stephen Belfonte. Um, sorry, the sake is really getting to my brain. Um, uh, they filed for divorce last year, I believe. And, it, like, you know how sometimes divorces kind of build to the crazy? They'd even build. They just went right for it. They were like, boom. Um, so, this is what went down. Um, Melby accused Stephen Belfonte of adultery. And he was like, oh no. She liked to have her threesomes. And I have video and I'm going to release it and blah, 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 blah. Well, things took a more dramatic turn, and um, they like they were fussing and feuding, and uh, Melby almost lost her place on America America's Got Talent because her and Simon and Cole, who had always been best of friends, kind of got into a little tiff because he made a joke about her divorce. So. Um, we cut forward, and now Mel B is accusing Stephen Belfonte of showing um, her daughters um, from previous relationships and their children um, videos of ISIS beheadings. And she said... That it was done without her knowledge, without her consent. Her kids came and told her. And her daughter even issued a statement saying that she never bonded with Stephen because um, he would call her retarded and things like that. Um, And I don't know if this is 
a publicity stunt where Melby is trying to really paint Stephen Belfonte as the bad guy, or if he's, like, this really off-the-wall, over-the-top villain that you would see in, like, a really bad soap opera. Um, I mean, who in their right mind thinks that it's okay to show kids that sort of, like, the ISIS beheadings and stuff like that? Like, I don't understand that. It's like, girl, get yourself together. Show the kids some Sesame Street. You know, some Blue's Clues, which is coming back, by the way. Um, But ISIS beheading? Nobody should be seeing this. Um, And if Melby is lying and putting her daughter up to lie, I want to know what she she thinks she's going to get out of this. Um, Because... There is clearly something going on. Something's clearly not right. Um, you know, this is a messy, messy divorce. It's a, it's fascinating on one level, and I th- like I said, I think it would make a great book. Um, but it's almost like a Jackie Collins novel come to life. Um, Jackie used to say. Um, the difference between my fiction and the real Hollywood is my fiction has to make sense. And Stephen Belfonte and Mel B are really putting that to the test because none of this makes any kind of sense at all. Um, it, it has me shaking my head like, ooh, let's slow down here. And if I'm saying, let's slow down here, you know that's some major gossip. I'm going to need some more sake after this segment, so let me pour some, and I'll be back with another. Bye. Alright, I am back, you guys. I have some more sake. Let's keep the gossip train rolling. Uh, Okay. So, did anyone know that Usher was married? Um, either I missed it, um... Which is quite possible. I was, I was busy um, with work and other things. Um, but somehow I really did miss that Usher got married. And now, after two years, Usher's getting a divorce and not going to be married anymore. Um, you know, divorce in and of itself happens all the time. Um, you know, we just talked about uh, Melby and Stephen Belfonte. I think Usher's divorce is going to be wild... And um, just as over the top because rumor has it that um, his wife left him because of his cheating. Um, Several women have um, contracted herpes from Usher. This is not an alleged thing. This is fact. He has settled multiple court cases, multiple lawsuits rather, um, from, from this. And... Here's where it gets really interesting. Um, there, most people think that um, all of his cheating and having to settle these lawsuits have really taken a toll on the wife, yada, yada, yada. But what no one's really talking about, um, with the exception of a few, few sites, is that not only is it rumored that Usher was sleeping with women, but... There have been men that had come forward saying that they also got the hurt from 
Usher. Now, it's back in the day, Usher was hot. Like, who did not want him? I cannot name a single person, man or woman, um, who didn't think that Usher was all that in a bag of chips. Yes, I dusted off that phrase from the 90s. Get used to it. Um, the 90s are back and in full force. Uh, but anyways, like, he was hot, hot stuff. And groupies, you know, will throw themselves at that, at anybody. What surprised me was that Usher let them, you know, not always that he let them. Let me rephrase that. Um, it surprised me how easy he was to give up the peen. I mean, there is easy and then there's Usher easy. Like, all you had to do was bat your eyes, it seems like, and his peen was in you. Um, so now his divorce is about to get crazy because of all the cheating. And, um, you know, there are lawsuits upon lawsuits where he, where it's revealed that he knew he had herpes back in 2010 and sleeping with people without condoms, um, at least going back to 2012. Um, and so all these infidelities are not going to look good for him. And since I don't know where they were married, I don't really know the divorce laws, but I believe his main residence was in California. And if that's the case, he's going to have to split um, his earnings 50-50 with her. Um, I think it's um, 50-50 for the duration of their marriage. So maybe that's not that much because Usher has like kind of fallen off, unless you count the Justin Bieber earnings, which you might have to. Uh, but even those have kind of um, slowed down recently. Uh, I am, I'm, I keep going back to it, but I'm really in shock that he was married. Like, I almost wonder if he's not faking this marriage thing, um, because he's, he needs publicity for a new project, and, you know, he wasn't really married, because I don't know how I miss that. I read the gossip sites every single night. Um, like, last night, I was up until 1 a.m., reading all the blinds on crazy days and nights so it would be very unlike me to miss something like that um i mean it it is certainly possible and it probably is what happened but this is about to get crazy this is probably going to be the biggest divorce of the year unless melania leaves donald and then the gossip sites might as well just start you might as well just start buying stocking those because there will be a new story every day. Trust me, I live in New York City. I hear all the rumors. I don't repeat them. So I can keep hearing them. Uh, let me get some more sake and I'll be right back. Alright, we're going to keep with the theme of R&B singers and divorce. Mary J. Blige. First of all, she, that poor woman has the worst taste in men. Um... It's rumored that a lot of her fortune that she made was squandered by her now, or her soon-to-be ex-husband. And, like, the divorce was just taking its toll on her. You could tell when she was doing the rounds for um, Mudblood and... Or Mudbound or whatever her Oscar role was. Um, 
you know, she was, first of all, she was nominated for two Academy Awards, and that's the least interesting story about her. How does that happen? I think, I, I could be wrong, and if I am, please correct me, but I think she's the first, not, not just the first person, or not just the first woman, rather, um, not even just the first African-American woman, I think she's the first person ever to be nominated for um, Best, Act, uh, Best Supporting Actress and Best Original Song. Let's just take a moment here. The woman is so crazy talented, she got two Oscar nominations in the same year. It, it's, it blows my mind. And, you know, to be honest, I love me some Mary J. Um, but what, what boggles my mind is that this woman who is so talented has such horrible taste in guys. Um, this husband was trying to take her to the cleaners. He wanted everything. There was no splitting. He wanted her fortune. Um, luckily, though, just before the Oscars, it's said that she was able to settle with him. Um, details of the settlement are not being disclosed. Um, but that's, that's not really all that unusual in, in these kind of cases. Um, what is unusual is that she was able to keep it out of the press for as long as she did. Like, these stories are just now leaking out two days after the Oscars. Um, first of all, kudos to her for being able to keep something like that so private. Um, and I hope he realizes, like, you know, I don't know what went on in their marriage. Um, rumors he cheated, she caught him, and left him. Um, there, there have been rumors that it was multiple times and she forgave him each time because she was so busy working. Um, I don't know. She also said um, in, her, in her statement, she actually lost money on her movie role um, because she took less than her usual fee and she took like 50000 Which, I mean, 50000 is more than a lot of us make in a year. But to a, to a woman who has been a superstar for more than two decades, that's a, that's a really big pay cut. Um, and she did it because um, she really wanted the role and she knew that the budget was tight. And um, they promised that they would campaign for her. Uh, but here's the turnaround on that. Rumor has, and I believe I read this on... Um, I believe I read it on Bloody Gossip. It could have been Crazy Days and Nights. I don't remember off the top of my head. But the um, but the flip side is, yes, she certainly did take a loss on that, having to pay for travel and whatnot out of her own pocket. But um, she is going to make more money. It, it was Crazy Days and Nights. I just remembered. Um. Because it was a blind item and everyone was like, why is this even a blind? Anyways, um, she's making more money now um, with concert um, deals. And, um, you know, once you're an Academy Award nominee, a lot of doors open. Like, now she can um, get more songwriting for movies. She'll be able to act more. And her concerts, you know, are going to 
when uh, they're announced, it's going to be Academy Award nominee Mary J. Blige, which has a very, very big um, boost, and you'll be able to charge more for concerts. So really, yes, she probably did lose some money, but it was such a great investment in herself. Um, it's the same thing I do with a lot of things. I'll say, okay, yeah, this is a loss leader. Like, I'm losing money here, but I'm going to make more because I did this and I can say this now. Let me get some more sake and I'll be right back. All right, guys, I am back. Um, this is going to be our last segment for the day. I want, um, I'm not going to do a blind item or a blind item reveal um, because... Um, I have some, th- some other things I need to take care of, but I wanted to get a new episode out for you as soon as possible. Um, so last night, going along with our theme of breakups and whatnot, we are going to talk about The Bachelor. Um, in case I haven't made myself very clear, I don't watch reality shows. Um, sometimes I get inspired by them. I read the synopses so that I can hold conversation and do segments for you guys on them. Uh, but, frankly, reality shows bore me. Um, I'd much rather watch a scripted show with um, who that have writers with actual talent than um, watch these so-called reality shows. And let me just tell you, none of these shows are actually reality. They're all scripted. Anyways, so last night... And I, when I say scripted, I mean, like, the producers set up the situations. There's no actual writers. That's their workaround. Um, anyway, so last night was the Bachelor finale. And Ari, like, um, Chris Hansen, that's not his name. Um, the host of the show, I can't think of his name right now. Um, definitely not the To Catch a Predator guy. Um, Chris, whatever his name is, kept promising that it was going to be the most dramatic season ender ever. And everyone rolled their eyes because this is every damn season, and every damn season we're always disappointed. But this year, he actually got it right. Um, so, it, so um, Ari had his final date with Becca and Lauren, and it seemed he told Becca he knew who he was going to choose. Then he went out with Lauren and was like, oh my god, girl, you are so fabulous. I might just have to choose you and got really confused. Then he went out with Becca again and was like, oh my god, like you're so perfect and you made me a scrapbook. What? I don't know what kind of show this is where a straight guy gets um, misty over a scrapbook of their dates um, the straight guys I know are rolling their eyes right now. Anyways, um, so then he went out with Becca one last time and was all confused. And then, with time still left in the show, they started doing the, um, um, the, the choosing. And I remember my Facebook lighting up like, what? Well, what's going on? Why is The Bachelor already doing this? Is it only a half hour tonight? No. It wasn't. So, here's what happened. Um, he let Lauren down gently and proposed to Becca. And then in what, is, what I believe is a first for at least The Bachelor franchise, if not 
reality TV. Um, they showed this, the whole relationship with the, you know, Becca and Ariar kind of hold up together and whatever. And then is like, I don't want to be with you. Boom. So they have this whole thing airing in real time, unedited. And... People went crazy for it. They were like, oh my god, like, let me just say, I don't think that they can ever top this. Like, if, if they do, it will be amazing because the, um, the breakup between Ari and, and Becca, unedited, real footage, was just, it's one of those things that the Bachelor fans loved, um, and then, so, okay, so we get through all this, and then he goes back to Lauren, and Lauren takes him back. First of all, what kind of idiot takes back a man who broke your heart and said, I love another woman, I'm not going to be with you? Sometimes I don't understand the dynamics that are in play here, because, oh my goodness, if if a man did that to me, I'd be like, Bye. In fact, the last guy I dated tried something very similar where I was going away for um, for the holidays and he wanted to mess around, and, but expected me to come back to him. I was like, ooh, bitch, no. That ain't gonna happen. Sorry. Um, anyways. Um, so, yeah. So, people kind of went crazy for this and they were like, oh my god. Uh, and everyone hates Ari. And I don't know. Like, for me... I kind of think that they were trying to do something different to up the ratings. You know, it didn't work on last night's show. It fell to, I believe, a finale low. Um, But here's where it will pump up the ratings is for the um, tonight's episode where they do, like, the women tell all or after the rose or whatever the hell it's called. I think um, that this will pump up the ratings from that and then the DVR um and um the DVR and the like the plays on Hulu and other streaming services will also pick up because people are going to be curious about this and want to see you know to be honest you know I'm kind of like oh do I want to check out this trailer on Hulu um I probably won't because again reality shows and I do not get along but I was just like oh my goodness like um This had to be something that the producers knew was going to happen. And maybe even set up themselves because when you look at it, why were the cameras with them? Um, Some people are going to argue with me and say, hey, you know, the cameras are probably always with the couple to make sure that, you know, in case something happens. If that's the case, which I don't think it is, um, but if that is the case, here's my issue. Why, where's the footage from these other couples? Why is, why is this the first time that we've ever seen footage of a couple in hiding until the finale airs? It doesn't make any sense. I feel like the producers went to Ari and said, Hey, we know you want to choose Lauren, but choose Becca instead. And they could have coached Lauren and said, Hey, this is what's going to happen. It makes for a better TV, yada, yada, yada. Boom, here you are. It looks authentic. It looks like he actually went on the show for love instead of trying to get some fame. 
everybody's happy except for Becca. And even Becca might be like, okay, you know, if if this gets me another contract to go on Bachelor in Paradise or gets me the contract to be the next Bachelorette, I'm in. Oh, and uh, that will bring our breakup show or our divorce gossip show to an end. Um, let's do a shot of sake together. Cheers to you all. Much love, and I will see you next time.